Hi, I'm Janet. After years of trying to figure out the film industry, making some gains, only to see them dwindling away, I finally got my shit together and I made $85,000 my first year in the film industry in Los Angeles. Creating a career in film does not need to be a struggle. You can start in your city. I want to teach you my process and teach you how to do it. You'll see that you really can live that extraordinary film lifestyle that only the film industry can provide. Let's go. What's up, you guys? This is Omar from Friends in Film, and I've worked on MTV. I've worked for Netflix. I've worked for Microsoft, for PBS, and I want to talk to you about like how I was able to get, how, was, how I'm able to work for MTV. I've worked a lot of MTV this year. And it's super fun, very fulfilling. I've ne- I never thought I would be working for MTV like in this capacity, working for production. If we have a system, a strategy about how to be in demand in the industry and how to move fast. And basically, I just like did what Janet told me to do, made connections. Those connections got me referred to Netflix. <laughs> it's very simple. Um, that's, this is the get on shoots method, the 20 shoots method. We get on 20 shoots to build our, our credibility, build our experience, our skills and our connections. And you know, that's like going through the reps. So I even, I don't think I even got to like 20 shoots. I got to like 15 shoots before I actually started getting regular work as a production assistant. I worked on Netflix and I made a good impression on the executive producers, the boss, the bosses. And I did about two weeks working for that one. It was, it's like, it's not out yet. Um, it's like a, it's a cool reality finance show. And I made a good impression on the executive producer. Like, I think just a couple days after, after I wrapped the, that Netflix show, I got a call saying that the, that executive producer referred me to an MTV thing, um, MTV push. It's like half music performance and half interview. This is the triangle of trust method, the triangle of trust concept. Let's say you have a friend that you just, you love their taste of music. Pretty much every song that they send you, you're going to enjoy. Does that make sense? So think about that. But like the film industry, a producer or anybody that, you know, just has a good standard of what they enjoy. Like they have a good, they have a good taste when they refer somebody. It's like, Oh, if, if McKenna referred Omar, then I know Omar is solid because McKenna wouldn't send me someone that doesn't meet that standard. In fact, like they're above, above the average. You know what I'm talking about? Does that make sense? That's what happened to me. The triangle of trust. So one, one part, point of the triangle is the Netflix producer. One point of the triangle is the MTV producer. And I am the third point. There's a trust triangle that happens right there within like the first 15 or 20 minutes of the MTV shoot. I had interacted with the, with the producer on that, on that production. 
a couple of times, you know, like I showed up on set with get it factor with, um, the eagerness to do a good job and to make the production run smoothly. Um, I show up with the friends in the film, get it factor. And he noticed it right away. Like literally like within, within 20 minutes of, of work, of working, he comes up to me. He's like, Hey, like what's your number? I'm going to put you in my phone. I want to use you on a, on a commercial next month. You see, this is the, the triangle of trust happening or the triangle of trust already happened. And then me showing up with the get it factor, the same reason why the first, the Netflix producer referred me. That's, this is the, this is the system. This is the, the self generating career thing (laughs) that, that friends in film teaches us. Okay. Does that make sense? This is how you stand out from all the other, all the other production assistants. This is how you stand out from so many people and how, how you rise to the top faster than everybody else. Okay. Is with what, you know, like I'm not, I'm not special in that regard. Like anybody can take these concepts and this mindset, all of this, the inner work that we go through, all of the inner work that we do in the friends and film program, anybody can learn it. It's important. And when you, when you invest that time in yourself and actually like do the inner work, that investment pays off. It's paying off right now for me, you know, (laughs) now I'm, I'm full-time in the entertainment industry. It's pretty freaking awesome. So this is, that's a good example of how to move fast. Um, and then that, so that one MTV shoot, that one MTV push got me a lot of work. It got me working on that commercial that the, the producer uh, originally wanted me for. It also brought connections for me to work the MTV movie awards, MTV movie and TV awards, which was pretty freaking awesome too. And that was cool. That was my first time working with like such a large team, like the production size and also like just the, the, um, production assistants. We had a lot of production assistants and that's another thing too. Like when you get on a production and there's a lot of production assistants, it can be easy to like psych yourself out thinking like, okay, I got to make connections today or like, oh, I got to, whatever I got to do, uh, I got to make all the good impressions. And that's not necessarily the right way, the right way to go about building a career. Um, we always teach that first we have to show up and do a good job. You know, that's what we're hired for. And paradoxically, that's the way to make a good impression is by doing your job very well. The other ingredient to the friends and film recipe is having a good attitude, showing up with a smile and like, you don't partake, you don't have to be particularly charismatic or whatever. You just have to do a good job and smile, <laughs> be uh, be pleasant to be around you don't have to be like crazy social or whatever, but it helps. It helps being super social. 
Um, but if you if you make a good you make a good impression with those waves because you're spending like 12 hours a day or more on set usually. So we want to get the job done. And if you're spending that much time with somebody, you want to be hanging out with someone that's cool, that's fun or, you know, that knows how to harmonize well with the group. So all, all of this happened within a year. My um, working on Netflix, working on MTV. That all happened very fast. It's a good example. It's a good example of how to go fast. If you show up scared, like timid, that also shows up in your body language, in the way you move, and it shows up in your work. So what friends and film friends and film taught me and is teaching me is teaching us is how to show up with that confidence. We show up knowing what to do so we don't have to worry about doing the wrong thing. We show up understanding what's happening on the film set, the way it works. And that's a that just that alone, that understanding, the get it factor is what we call it. That sets you apart from someone who maybe maybe they've already been on a couple productions, but they still they don't get it. They just don't understand. They they just show up for a paycheck. Um, you know, that's that's what makes the difference. Part of that understanding is understanding how to communicate. You know, like time is money on set, so you have to be short and sweet, or short and direct, and not take things personally. Sometimes, if like someone. It feels like someone snaps at you. It's like, don't take it personally. It's just like, we're all here to get it done, you know? And when you can do that, when you communicate in that way, and not every set is like that, but it happens. And when you're able to communicate that way and and roll with the flow like that, then people want you back when you're able to. And that's, that's what I mean about harmonizing with the group. Like Omar understands the way I communicate. So he gets it. I want him back on my next shoot. You know, it's that kind of thing. Another way, like understanding how to communicate is just like the jargon that we use you know like knowing what a c stand is knowing what an apple box is because it, it makes a big difference so if you show up and you're able to as a, if you show up as a production assistant when your first shoots when your first 20 shoots and you understand what they mean when they're like oh can you grab the c stand or can you wrap this stinger or can you know what I mean? All, all of that stuff. It's cool. It's just like the little things that that's the finesse part that we also teach you that we learn through the 20 shoots method, by the way, like maybe you're, you, you'll be, you're hearing this and you're like, Oh my God, like there's so much to learn. Like, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. So like Janet and I were clueless before we started this. <laughs> Janet in particular, she was trying too hard to be, um, she was trying too hard to make sure people liked her she was always worried about making like the best impression instead of putting the work first, which is how you make a good impression. Like the beginning of her career, she shot herself in the foot by doing that, by only showing up to make a good impression instead of showing up to actually do the job and do the job as best as possible. And maybe you're wondering like, okay, Omar, that's just cool. But like, why, why are you telling me this stuff? Like why, um, why are you telling me all of this? It's because we want you to have a successful career in the film industry. I'm, I'm showing, sharing my story, my stories. I'm sharing all this with you because it's just, it's a good example of how there's a cookie cutter way 
to be successful. There's a series of steps that works that you can do if you want to change your life, if you want to actually live up to the potential that you see yourself doing. If you're a director, writer, actor, you know, working these principal roles, getting paid, you know, like millions of dollars or like working on a giant feature film, all that is closer than you think. All of that is very possible. You can spend years trying to figure it figure it out by yourself or you can just do what I did and do what everyone in Friends and Film did to have a successful career in the film industry using these strategies, these methods, this mindset work, and you can be successful too. I've, I barely started this, you know, I've only been doing this for about a year and a half now and it's changed my life completely is I, I make my own schedule. I'm going to places that I never would have otherwise. <laughs> and like, listen, like I want, I want an amazing life. I feel like I do have an amazing life now, but like, it's not, I'm not completely satisfied. Like I want a mansion, like the one I'm in right now, recording this podcast, Janet and Joe's mansion. <laughs> I want a beautiful backyard with a jacuzzi. I want to have, I want to get the highest paying jobs and like the, the coolest productions to work on. I want to, you know what I mean? But the difference between before I started friends in film and now is before I put too much pressure. I put so much pressure on me and like beating myself up because I felt like I wasn't meeting the high standard that I set for myself. Whereas now I still have a high standard for myself. I still understand that I'm capable of great things, but now I'm actually taking action in a wise and smart way instead of beating myself up for not making it happen like right now instead i'm i've taken the time to lay a solid foundation to build an empire upon instead of just like wishing the empire would be built tomorrow <laughs> overnight and it don't it doesn't work that way and maybe that's maybe you felt that way too where you just want it you just want to be living in hollywood um, on some beautiful house in Malibu overlooking the ocean, um, getting your script made into a feature film. Like, it can happen. It's definitely possible. The thing is, it's smarter to learn from someone that's actually in the industry than by trying to figure it out on your own with film school and like YouTube videos. By the way, <laughs> I worked on a, I worked on a indie film, a short film with fresh film school graduates. And I love them. They're super cool. Like they're my friends now, but they were doing things wrong. They didn't know how to correctly set up a C stand which is very common on film sets. C-stands are like everywhere. So on this recent thing that I worked on, it was mostly film school graduates, probably like um, eight. 
the DP and some of the other crew set up C stands and the sound mixer was like, Oh, Hey, like, by the way, like that's not the way to do it. It's actually this way with the big leg pointing this way and, and putting the weight here. And he was like, Oh, I learned the exact opposite. And I was like, what the heck? Like who taught you? And he was like, YouTube. And I'm like, Oh dude, like YouTube lied to you. So there's some bad information out there. Um, and then same shoot, different location, uh, PA set up a C stand and I, I went up to her and I was like, Oh, Hey, by the way, like it's actually this way. Um, and then I was like, who taught you how to do that? And she was like, Oh, my professors at film school. And I was like, Oh dang, dude, like they're wrong. <laughs> you know, sometimes YouTube, sometimes YouTube lies heads up. Um, question your sources on a film set. There's a, spe- a very specific way to set up a C stand. And anyways, just throwing that out there to, um, sometimes I didn't go to film school, uh, but they might be teaching you wrong information if you are in film school. So just question, ask a r- real professional, someone that sees it every day and compare and contrast some information. So the person I am now that's working on MTV shoots, Panda Express shoots, Netflix shoots, PBS shoots, that's getting paid to travel. Between now and who I was before is very different. I used to work a retail job. It sucked. I was depressed. I was drinking too much. I was numbing myself. I was avoiding a lot of pain. And I was like, I just, I hated myself. There was a lot of self-hatred. That person, the old Omar, actually the younger Omar, <laughs> I don't know, uh, that that person in the past is completely different than this Omar in the present, the one speaking to you on this microphone. But that's, that Omar in the past also had big dreams and, you know, had these giant aspirations. So part of me... The difference is the one I am now, the Omar I am now, has is taking action, has done the the mental work, and that's what it is. Like you have to you have to build yourself, you have to work on yourself, on your internal world, if you want to see it reflected in your external world. The first part of our program and a lot of the content that we put out on social media, it's about self development. It's mental changing your internal state and building yourself to be to live a better life to be closer to your higher self taking steps towards your dreams you know it may not seem like it's directly related to working full-time in the film industry but it is it's necessary if you want to live a happy life if you want to live a successful life in whatever field you choose 
if I didn't start working on my mind, if I didn't start practicing self-love, if I didn't start learning how to process emotion and learning how to think, then like I'd probably be dead. <laughs> I mean, probably. So, you know, maybe you got some sob story going on. I'm not saying my, I mean, like, you know, I was just whatever, like a sad little emo kid working at a retail job. But the internal, the internal world is, has completely shifted into this person I am now that's getting paid to make some TV magic. So if you're like suffering, if you're whatever, you got those doubts, the self-doubt, the anxiety, you are able to overcome it and we give you tools on how to do it. Like on Janet's calls, she does like intervention calls. Um, if you haven't checked out one of the live calls, like the Zoom calls, I highly recommend it <clears throat> because she teaches you how to rewire yourself to be happier, to be successful. Um, you know, we have all these like unconscious beliefs, these subconscious beliefs, like, oh, I can't do it. Or like, I'll never be able to achieve my dreams. And that's not living in your, that's not living in alignment with who you really are. There's that creates a conflict because you have these dreams. And if you believe you can't have them, then it's like that creates a conflict. So we teach you how to rewire yourself. So you actually believe in yourself, you know, you believe and you allow yourself to take steps towards the goals that you really want instead of wasting time instead of wasting time in a job that you hate just stuck in a cycle of taking classes and doing YouTube videos, watching YouTube videos and not taking action. And I can say that from experience cause that's where I was, you know, just wondering about how to make my dreams happen instead of actually doing things to make it happen. I don't know if you've ever done any self-development before, but it saved my life. I started to read. I started to listen to people that have overcome things more difficult than I've overcome. People like Les Brown, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins. And those things gave me a new perspective on the world. They helped me understand what's actually possible and that it's possible to live a wonderful life. And it's also important to prepare yourself for seasons of negativity. Sometimes we're not always in the best mood, but there are ways to ride those waves that you can still make, you can still make gains even when you don't feel like it. Does that make sense? I, when I started Friends in Film, when I started actually doing the methods, I knew that 
it was going to be uncomfortable. I knew there were going to be moments where I was going to make mistakes. It's inevitable, but that's the way you learn. And so that's another reprogramming that Friends and Film taught me. Like sometimes I'm not super stoked about getting up early to go to work, to go work on a film set. But I tell myself like, hey, this is you taking a step towards the life that you want, you know? This is you doing something uncomfortable is self-love. This is how you grow is by doing something that is uncomfortable in the moment. It's going to pay off in the future. It's going to pay off in the future. And that's like, that's what drives me, you know, that's the rewiring. Whereas sometimes discomfort, getting out of your comfort zone, doing something you don't want to do that may have held you back in the past. But when you create the relationship between stepping out of your comfort zone and living the life that you want, that's enough to overcome the discomfort. If you want to live a life that you've never lived before, you need to become someone that you've never been before. And you do that by stepping into the unknown, by doing things that the past you would not have done by doing things the present you doesn't want to do but the future you will be grateful for it so there's a little bit of my story about how i worked on mtv how you can too and it's possible to work in the film industry it's possible to go fast there's a cookie cutter way to do it it's our program and it's closer than you think. The life of your dreams is within your grasp. It's so close. I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. And if you have a moment, could you please leave me a review? I would love that. And make sure you head over to friendsandfilm.com join and sign up for my free mini course on what you need to know to find opportunities and start making film and acting work come to you. I'll see you next week.